Hey readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, Your Bookstore Besties. I'm Becky. And I'm Rachel. Hi, Becky. Hi, Rachel. How are you? <laughs> Good. We have a very special guest today, Becky. Do you want to Yeah. Uh, um, so my friend Bert is my oldest friend in my entire life. We've known each other for 25 years, and she's visiting me this week. And I was like, you know what? If you get on the podcast, I don't have to plan an episode. I don't <laughs> have to do any work. So I said, Bert, will you be on the podcast? And she uh, kindly said yes. So say hi, Bert. Hi. Hi. Her uh, <laughs> full name is Bertina Ree, but we call her Bert. So, yes. yes. I like it short and sweet. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. Um, what's what's the hot goss all around? Uh, Rachel, what have you been reading? What's what's what are you reading right now? So I'm still reading Zero Days. Uh-huh. Um, my mom keeps texting me like, hey, are you reading it? Hey, it, like, we're ready to move on. And I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm on my way. <laughs> It's just like so slumpy, you know, work stuff going on, you know, planning for the bachelorette party next weekend, Uh just a lot going on. So I haven't had a lot of reading time, Um, but what have you been reading? Oh, so much. Um, I finished the books I was talking about last week. Um, What was I reading? The Foxglove King. Um, And I loved it. I gave it five stars. (gasps) Oh, okay. I'm excited now. Yes. I think you should read it. Um, very, I don't know. I can't wait for the next book. I'm pretty excited. And so I just started reading. I picked up this book, um, on Edelweiss. So I think it is out, but it was just, you know, on Edelweiss. And if you just new to the podcast, Edelweiss is, um, a site where they can put advanced reader copies of books out for people who are booksellers. And I, I am not currently a bookseller, but I used to be obviously. Um, and so I still have those perks. Um, so I downloaded a book called, um, what is it? The, the day I got drunk and saved a demon. I think that's what it is. It's just like super, super goofy. It's so goofy, like really, really goofy, like satirical and goofy. You've been loving the goofy cozy books. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm loving this, but it's definitely very goofy. We'll see. I'm, I'm like three chapters in, but, um, yeah. Bert, tell us what you've been reading. You were telling me about your book, and I thought it sounded really interesting, and I've never heard yes. of it. Yes. So I'm reading uh, the first book in a series called Gear Breakers. It's by oh. Zoe Hanna Makuta. Um, and it is, I, I would call it like a sci fi fantasy. It's kind of along the lines of like Red Rising, um, science fiction y. And it's about this society that has decided they need to bring their deities and gods to life. And they do it with machines. They mechanize everything and make these wind up, these giant like 100 foot wind ups and call them Valkyries. Um, and with that, you have to like go through an academy and become you know, determine that you're the best person to be a Valkyrie, to be a god to society at that point. Um, and on the other side of that, there are the rebels that do not like the Valkyries, that don't like what they've done to society. Um, and they are called the gear breakers. And they are made up of the, the children, essentially, from the academy who were tortured um, trying to become Valkyries. So these gear breakers know exactly what they need to do to take down these uh, windups, these Valkyries. And it's all wow. about kind of the war between them and the good and bad, the evil and good and that. So it's been really good so far. I'm really enjoying it. It sound, it reminds me a little bit about Fourth Wing. It, Becky had just told me about Fourth Wing. I actually added it to my uh, my recommended my podcast recs, if you will. Oh <laughs> so. yeah, she has a, a whole um, 
file for books we talk about on this podcast that I do. Oh, <laughs> do you do you track your stuff on Goodreads or do you have a different way? So believe it or not, I do not have a Goodreads. Um, okay. I use Libby because uh, I yeah. read most of my stuff through Libby. Um, I do a lot of audiobooks, but I uh, so I have like little tags. I tag things based on what I want to read, what you know, if I don't want to read it, if I got halfway through it, that kind of stuff. So I have a whole tag for podcast recs and wish list mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's kind of how I sort my things. Oh, that's awesome. I, I use the tags on Libby very uh, haphazardly. I just kind of pick an emoji and I'm like, yeah, this will stand <laughs> for books that I borrowed from the library but never read at all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sometimes chaotic. it works like that. I like that it's kind of auto does things too for me, like mm-hmm. genres and stuff like that. So I can go and see kind of like, when did I read this? And lets me see. Sometimes I don't remember if I've picked something up. But yeah. I need to go yeah. back and I say, oh, yeah, I did check that out, but I only read like – you know, a couple pages of it, check it out again. So mm-hmm. cool. Um, before we get ahead of like chatting with you about books, um, we need to have a quick discussion about our October uh, read along because the fans have spoken um, and by six votes, <laughs> we are going to be reading Shirley Jackson's was it house of haunted Hill or Hill of haunting. Oh, Hill? so oh. close. <laughs> The Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> None of those words was in the right order. <laughs> Not um, at all. Which is funny because this is the book I wanted to read the least. Um, so I'm a, little, uh-huh. uh, I'm a little scared to read this. I'm I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Can I tell you why I'm excited to read this? Tell me. Uh, because it's the shortest one on the list. Oh. It's only 182 okay. pages. Okay. That, that shouldn't be too bad. And also it's like considered a classic. So yeah. Yeah. Um. I have some people in mind who might like to guest star in this episode. Um, That's kind of a new thing we would do, but Mm -hmm. I I have people that I know that love horror and love classics. So we'll, we'll have to see if, if they'll join us maybe. Okay. That sounds awesome. Um, do we want to discuss, because I we probably shouldn't have talked about this offline, um, but the that episode, do you want it to go live November 3rd or October 27th? Um, October 27th. Okay, that's what I was leaning towards. For Halloween, so, yeah. yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Read The Haunting of Hill House um, before that week, October 27th, because we're going to discuss it October 27th in that episode that goes live. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be good. I think horror will be good for you. I I don't think I've ever read a horror. I can't even because I tried to yes, read. You have. No, I tried to read. Um, what's the only good Indians? And I couldn't do it. I had to like quit. You're too scared. Um, I think I was just more confused to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a very you thing. Yeah, I was like, I don't understand what's happening it's weird um but i mean yeah. you've read books that have horrifying aspects um right i suppose what's I mean, the one that um isabel last name starts with a c isabel c i don't know oh gosh i'm gonna I look it up everything uh isabel's haven't you read the hacienda Okay, yeah. Is that horror? That's horror. Oh, okay, that was fine. Well, and you read Home Before Dark, right? Oh, yeah, I did read. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. So you're fine. Why are you okay, scared? You got this. You got this. Okay, okay but I think I don't think you guys understand. So, like, uh, <laughs> growing up, 
I was a part of um, an evangelical community called Pentecostal. I don't know if you guys know about that, but in that like upbringing, like everyone was fighting against demons. And I don't know. So I was like always like really terrified of like those kinds of things. <laughs> I understand. Oh, I get that. I yeah. yeah. It was like, well, you're fighting against these things. Like, and it was always like the threat of seeing a demon at night was kept me terrifying. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, Bert, you would know that you've been, you went to my church. I did. I have been to your church. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, I am aware. All good. All good. I think you can make it through. And if you can't, then you can tell us that. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. We're all about honesty here. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Thanks guys. Totes appreciate. (laughs) I would say definitely don't watch the show because I watched the first episode of the show based Uh on this book and it was actually terrifying. And I think about it all the time. It was so scary. Oh, I watched the entire show. So if this is based on, if the book is based on it, then this is, I'm going to enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't know how, <laughs> how loosely or strictly based it is, but okay. I know it, it is about that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I'll like it. Cause I, I think I really like spooky houses in mm-hmm. my literature, which yeah. I'm realizing. Cause I really like home before dark, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Death of Mrs. Westaway and One by One both have spooky okay. houses. Yeah. One of them is modern and, you know, whatever. But uh, I can't think of other, like, I mean, I like Rebecca. Rebecca has a spooky house. I just like spooky houses. So I think okay. the Haunting of Hill House is, like, the first big spooky house horror classic. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So we have a list of questions, I think. Yes, we do. Uh, but Bert already started, like, answering them. <laughs> Did I? I got herself. I can't. Hey, you asked what I was reading. That's true. No, I did. Um, <laughs> it's all Becky's fault. Don't blame uh, Bert. So, Bert, Bert, the first question I have for you is Do you like reading? I do like reading. I have always enjoyed reading. I'm not what I would consider like a fast reader, mm-hmm. but um, I've always picked up a book and enjoyed it. We used to do reading a lot. We used to go to the library a lot as a kid. We'd do the summer reading programs at the library in the county we grew up in. And um, it's always been something that has been a, a pastime for me. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, uh, Rachel, you can ask the next question. <laughs> oh, wait, I have a follow-up question. Oh, yes. Did you guys grow up together? Yeah, we met one uh, in fifth grade. Um, right. Yeah, okay. so I was 10. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of your... Um, you know, at least reading as kids, like, did you talk about reading when you guys were growing up together? Was well, that a big part yeah, of it? I think we did, but I, I think bit. we were talking about this a little bit before. I can't remember a lot of the things we read outside of maybe school together. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. if we had similar reading tastes. Like, I know you talked about how, earlier in your podcast about reading American Girl, and I was not an American Girl fan. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think we just had different reading tastes, maybe. We did, because I remember uh, we were in fifth grade, and you had just read um Gary Paulson's book yes, yes. and I just I was remember talk you, about this. you were like telling me the whole plot and I was like that sounds it. awful like I just yeah, remember I, being like, I would it. never I would <laughs> never hatchet it was called hatchet, hatchet the whole it. series I loved Gary Paulson in, in yeah. like fifth grade fifth grade middle school I loved him well Becky you were very into fantasy which yeah. is you know as a kid you're either into or not mm-hmm. that's true yeah mm-hmm. uh Bert um, tell, tell Rachel about the AR program Oh, okay. So when we were in the the school system we grew up in, they had Accelerated Reader, uh, which was a program through the library that was used to try to get 
kids to read more. And so every book had a number of points assigned to it based on the difficulty level for reading. And after you read the book, you could go into the library and sign into your account and you took a little test on it. And if you did well on the test, you got points. And then Mm -hmm. you could use your points to buy things in their little accelerated reader store. So it was like pencils and, you know, I don't know, pencil grips and bookmarks, you know, little kitschy fun things like that, notepads, stuff like that. I do remember in fifth grade that I (laughs) bought a pizza party. Like that was one of the things that I bought. Yeah, they had really cool things for like higher points and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I would have smacked that challenge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) the reason I said, oh, no, in the middle of that, by the way, is because um, I don't know if you heard this episode or if Becky brought it up, but one of my like most formidable memories of reading as a young child was a competition similar to that. Mm -hmm. So when you were describing how books get points and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. our books were based on how heavy they were. Oh goodness! And my, arch, oh. and my arch nemesis, Stefan. Oh, I shouldn't say his full name. My, my arch nemesis, Stefan. Um, he would always bring in these huge dragon books from the library in his little dragon t-shirt, and he would always beat me in front of the whole class. Aww. And it was just literally me and him were like pretty much the only participants because oh my at gosh. this point it was fifth grade, and like people didn't want to read unless it was for school. Mm-hmm. So like. I don't know. It was basically me and him and I would always lose. And so I wish I grew up where you guys did because maybe I could like earn a pizza party instead of just losing yeah. and being humiliated <laughs> in front of the whole school for nothing. Yeah. Um, very book it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, man. Very, uh, very great uh, reading memories for me. Oh. Um, did you guys have the Scholastic Book Fair down there? Of course. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't know if that was like a regional thing or if it was all across America, but I loved the book fair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lots of fun. Okay, Rachel, so Rachel, I have a question for you. Did when you were a kid, oh did you did you have the the Pizza Hut program where like if you read during the book summer it. you got a book? Is that what it's book it? It's book, book it. it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you have that, Rachel? Um, it was the coolest. Maybe. Thing. How do you spell it? Just is it one it's, word or two words? Uh, I think it was okay. book capital B O O K and then together capital I T, like hmm. one program, like one word. Excuse me. But it was like sponsored by Pizza Hut, and uh-huh. you always got a, a personal pan pizza at the end yep. of the summer if you read a certain amount of books. No, I there yes. was incentives for reading back in like the early two thousands, but I don't remember specifics. I don't think we did this one because that sounds really cool. Again, I wish oh, I, I grew that. up there um, because you know I well we had the the fundraiser thing I remember from a kid wasn't even related to reading. It was those um what were they called the box tabs that you cut off of like cereal boxes oh yeah 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 box top for box oh, tops box for education tops. yeah yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. those are the ones i remember because those were huge in the early 2000s yes. like if you weren't doing box tops you were like a loser That's and so like, not helping the school and whatever Aww. shame publicly becky really? No. Do you remember we had a teacher it might have been i don't know if you had him or not that when you gave a box top you got a jolly rancher i don't think that was my teacher Oh, I had a teacher that if you brought in box tops, every time you brought in a box top, she would give you a Jolly Rancher. That's fun. Because the box tops gave the schools money, right? right. Like it was like 10 yeah. cents per box top or something. So yeah. she's like, here's a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So the next question on the list is, what is the first book that you remember reading? So this is what I had to kind of rack my brain about because I don't remember the first book I remember reading because we always had books around us. And this is kind of leads to a weird story, but um, I just remember always wanting to read. So I was always 
trying to listen to the books being read to me. Um, so I just kind of memorized everything that was in the books <laughs> and I would sit with my mom and pretend to read them. And she thought I was reading until the day she brought a book home that I didn't know how to read. And I sobbed because I had no idea how to read it. Um, but it's okay. It was just me wanting to know how to read. And I eventually learned how to read and went from there. But one of the books that I, I do remember like as a first book being read to me and something that continued to be read to me and that I read after that was a book called The Monster at the End of This Book. I don't know if anybody's read this or not, but um, it was one of those golden books. Um, and it was by uh, John Stone, I think is the name. And it's literally like this, oh no, there's a monster at the end of the book kind of thing. Don't turn the page. Don't turn the page. Oh, and it ends up cute. being, I don't know if I should tell the ending, but it's a children's spoiler. book. Spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. Uh, it ends up being Grover at the end of the book. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, not a spoiler. Can I tell you why? Why? I just looked up this book and literally Grover's on the cover. On the cover, right? And he's telling, like, uh, the, he's the one telling the story. He narrates it. So this is a very good memory for me because oh, my so dad kind of used to read twist. this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the first plot twist I ever experienced. Um, <laughs> so my dad would read this to me and he would read it in the Grover voice. And it was just very fun and happy memory for me growing up. So I think it was one of the things that really got me into enjoying reading. Um, I also remember, I don't know if you heard this one, The Rough-Faced Girl. Um, mm -hmm. It was hmm. a book that was given to me in kindergarten because I had purpose, perfect attendance. Excuse okay, me. girl. I know, right? Uh, my teacher, her name was Mrs. Norris, and it is a rendition of um, – it's like a Native American storytelling of Cinderella. Um, oh, it's, that's yeah, cool. It, it, it was, it's so good. It's uh, about a young girl who essentially tends the fire in her village, and so she's um, – burned by all the cinders her face and her arms mm -hmm. and this uh, invisible being comes to their village and wants to find a wife and he the only person that can marry him is a woman who can see him and so all of the rich beautiful spoiled ladies are trying to see him and making up that they can see him but they never really can and she's the only one that can and it's because she sees him in all the beautiful nature around him or around her excuse me um it's just really beautiful pretty story that was given to me by this woman um, That's a great message. Yeah, it was really lovely. One of those things that stuck with me, and I, I still have the book. So mm -hmm. uh, it's it's just another one of those ones that I remember from my childhood, but I just don't remember the very first book I read. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's okay. That's yeah. fair. Um, that, uh, that book you were just talking about, it I looked it up because I'm always mm -hmm. looking things up. Um, it was actually illustrated by David Shannon, and yes. he did a lot of books that I remember as yes. a kid. I, um, one of them is called A Bad Case of Stripes, mm -hmm. which is about a girl who just breaks out into rainbow stripes on oh, her I've body one day. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I think it's related to like bullying, and mm -hmm. it's because she likes. Uh, I forget what it was so long ago she likes to do something and the kids bully her for it and then she stresses herself out so much that she breaks out into stripes mm -hmm. um, so yeah David Shannon he also did the no David books very there, famous I feel like I, there's another one I'm gonna oh did I write down I, there's somebody else that at some point I was looking at him yeah he did something like yeah anyways it's not gonna come to me I can't remember it but yes he's a phenomenal illustrator phenomenal so beautiful yeah, stuff a lot of those books from what i read when i was a kid like you said i've read so many that i mm -hmm. don't remember most of the titles but i would say like once every couple months i'll stumble upon a picture of like a book and it like 
brain blast me like Jimmy Neutron back to the past. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been compiling them in a list because when we have our own place, I want to have a little shelf that is books I read as a kid or loved as a kid. And I'm going to rebuy all the old covers like thrift books basically um and so i'm compiling a list of picture books that i remember when i was very very young and uh bad case of the stripes is definitely on there Mm -hmm. that reminds me one day i was working a shift at the bookstore and it was around christmas time and so i was like stocking christmas books and i found a book that i had read um when i was like six and i was like trying so hard not to cry i don't know why it hit me in the feels what book is it? <laughs> it? It was like one of those like seek and find books. Like it, oh, it, sure. <laughs> but it was just – and it was like not even like a story. It was just like I just have so many memories looking through this book with my sister. Like an I Spy book or something? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, those I Spy books really hit you in the nostalgia field. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the ones you had to – what is it? Close your eyes, put your face close to it, and then pull it, pull it away too. What were oh, they? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they'd yeah, be like a whole, 3D image. Rachel doesn't know about that. That's a 90s thing. I don't know if she oh, I'm sorry. I was I was born in the 90s, Becky. Do, well, what were they called? Like the, the illusion, optical illusion books? Yeah, you, they have did. Like, you have to like relax your eyes. Uh-huh. I, I did those. They were still yeah. popular in like 2000-ish. Okay. Yeah. And I was like in kindergarten. <laughs> okay. It's your question next, okay, Becky. Um, let's see. Um, so what books did you gravitate towards as a, a kid and then like as you got older, like middle school and high school, was it pretty consistent, the genres that you were, you know, attracted to? Sure. So I think when I was like middle elementary school, I read a lot of more like you had brought up survival-y things. I was really into Hatchet. Uh, the series. So Gary Paulson wrote, I feel like there was like five books in that series. And it was like Hatchet, Brian's Winter, Brian's Hunt, The River. It was a whole <laughs> bunch of things about this poor kid <laughs> that got, who was in a plane crash in like the some frozen area. And it's about him having to survive the winter with a hatchet and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just was really intense to the idea of having to survive by yourself out in the woods for me. I don't know what was appealing about it really to me at the time, why I was so into it, but I loved reading them. And I think I read them like three times <laughs> over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Um, I also really loved Goosebumps. Um, oh, they, yeah. Like R.L. Stein, I was a huge fan of the uh, the Goosebumps series. And they, I really liked when they started, he started coming out with the pick your, pick your storylines yeah. where you uh-huh. got to choose which way to go. Um, so that was kind of ones that I, I went towards. And then just in general, because of the accelerated reader program, I went towards a lot of books that I just probably would never read because they were big and they gave me more oh, points. More points. Yeah. yeah. So when I think about <laughs> that, I think about this book, Strawberry Girl, which is, I think I asked you, Becky, if you mm-hmm. remember it. Um, I, it was one of the highest pointed books in the library in elementary school. And it was such a weird book. It was, I don't know if you've heard of it, Rachel. It was... Uh, I, I don't by? think I have. I'm I looking at the cover. It's, by. it's like Lois this, Lensky. Thank you. It's uh it's like this slice of life book about a girl and her family that moved to Florida in the 1900s to start a strawberry farm. And it just depicts how she and her family live in this farm. And it's really, I don't know. Um, it looks boring. To yeah. <laughs> it was so boring, but I read that thing and I took that test and I got those points. Uh, and it was just that book. You could never get it because it was always checked out. 
because everybody wants the points. Sounds very competitive down there. Yeah, right? No, <laughs> I don't really think. There. No, there was only a handful of people who were really getting all those points. Uh, <laughs> so, but no, I, I think I, I gravitated towards that at that age. But then as I got older, I started moving more into like really enjoying fantasy and sci-fi. My entire life, I've been a big X-Files fan. So anything mm. sci-fi, supernatural, that kind of stuff, I really enjoy. Um, and just read more in that world. Yeah. Fun fact, Bert got me into Twilight. She was like, this is really good. I oh, wow. did. I do not like Twilight anymore. No, I mean, I don't obviously not. Yeah, but <laughs> nobody really likes it anymore. But it, uh, it was definitely one of those things that it caught you off guard when you read yeah. it for the first time, right? It was, it was like and everybody moment. was wrapped up in it. And yeah. it was like, I got to get the next one. I got to find out what happens to the sparkle boy. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it definitely, yeah, not so much my cup of tea anymore. However, yeah, I've talked about that a lot on the on the podcast, Twilight specifically. Mm-hmm. It was such a phenomenon, and it, I do credit it as the book that has got me into reading. Like, if I had yeah, to pinpoint a go. book, it would be that one because it came I, it came out when I was in middle school, so not a lot of kids were reading in middle school. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's sad. You know, it was, yeah, I mean, you were kind of like not cool if you were a big reader, mm-hmm. you know, which. But yeah, Becky, do you feel like that was ever an, like I don't feel like reading was ever like I was never picked on for reading. No, I was picked on for a lot of things, but not reading. Yeah, I don't think so. so yeah, I definitely was, was picked on, but it was probably because I was also a smart ass. Mm-hmm. So like, not only was I one of the smartest kids in class, but like I didn't talk to anybody and just sat there and read books. So they're like, "What a loser," you know. No. <laughs> No. which I still remember one of my first days of middle school. Um, I I went to a school where there was multiple Catholic schools that fed into that school and we were the first graduating class ever. So it was a bunch of kids from local elementary schools that had all grown up together essentially. Uh And then me who had just come from a public school in the area. So I literally knew nobody and there were already like established cliques. And Mm. I remember I was reading like, I think I was reading twilight or something Mm -hmm. on like the first day of school. And these girls come up to me and they're like, Rachel, do you want to join our group? And I was like, no, I'm okay. because <laughs> like i they were like the popular girls and i like didn't want to i put myself out there at that time i guess which you know maybe things would have turned out different for me if i had i don't know maybe i'd be a superstar celebrity yeah no, probably. probably not <laughs> shut up <laughs> but yeah all right so what's the next one let's let me pull this up oh so this one's an interesting one um so how do you generally read you alluded to this a little bit mm-hmm. but um physical books hardcover paperbacks if you do physical books uh e-reader audiobook what's your yeah so the last couple of years I've really taken to audiobooks. Um, Becky introduced me to that, the Libby app and it's like the best thing in the world in my opinion. Um, so I, li- I constantly have something on my, my phone I'm listening to. Um, and I also like to have a physical book just to have a physical book because sometimes you want paper in your hands. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really care if it's a hardback or a paperback though. It does not matter to me. If I'm owning a book, if I'm going to buy a book, I do like a hardback. Uh, just for my own personal. Yeah. I like to have a nice, uh, is it really? (laughs) Yeah. I know it's because people don't like to like lift and carry. No, I want a nice solid book to last me a while. Um, Okay. That's that's my kind of reasoning if I'm going to buy a a book Mm -hmm. for myself, but 
yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I, uh, I don't have an e-reader yet, but it is on my list of things to get for myself because I have started finding things in Libby that I really want to read and it's really hard to read on my phone. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, of course I can go pick up their book at the library too, I guess. And actually some of them are not in the library. They're just on the, um, the e-reader. So it'd be nice to get me one of those. But also, have, the way you, there. Um, have you heard of Hoopla at all? It sounds familiar, but I don't remember. It's what it another is. app that people use that is similar to Libby that also uses a public library database. Ooh, write that down. Um, I would say look into it if you're a big Libby person, because mm-hmm. I've heard that you can kind of use them in tandem. And awesome. when something's not available on Libby, you can get it on Hoopla. There is like a monthly limit, but apparently they have, you know, good selection on there. That's what I've heard. I haven't mm-hmm. personally used it, but sweet. I would definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question, it, actually, you already answered this. Um, do you have a Goodreads goal? And you said nope. you don't have Goodreads. So nope. um, the next question is, what's the last book you finished? Was it good? All right. I read All Good People Here by uh, Ashley Flowers. And it was. It's a mystery suspense book. Mm-hmm. And it was about a reporter, a young woman who returned to her hometown to take care of her um uncle who's got some early set on, onset dementia going on mm-hmm. and while she's there a young girl is uh, goes missing in the same way that her best friend went missing when she was a kid and so she starts to investigate that and try to figure out what happened because she thinks it's connected and she realizes that all of her neighbors from when she was a kid are not telling the truth about what happened to miss january jacobs her friend from when she was younger so it's a uh, mm-hmm. it was definitely really a a twisty turny book but i really enjoyed it it was is one of those ones that Go ahead. Is that a movie too? I'm not sure. I I have no, no idea. No, it's too new to be a movie. At yeah, this I think point. it's newer. It was it okay. was recommended because year. of reading on Libby. It was recommended because of reading. Uh, what was the one that we? I just said that you read. Fourth Wing. Nope, the one that before that by Riley Sager. Oh, Home um, Before Dark. Home Before Dark. Yes. Home Before Dark. Yeah, it was recommended because of that, and it was good. It was very good. Um, that, that actually, I remember when that book came out, we didn't anticipate the demand for that one, uh, because we didn't know that the person who wrote it is a part of a huge true crime podcast team. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, that book always reminds me of another book that you should maybe check out. Um, and it reminds me of it because the covers are very similar to me because they both have barns on them. Uh Um, it's called wrong place, wrong time. Okay. Uh, by Jillian McAllister. Okay. Um, she also just so that one came out last year. They came out around the same time, I think. And then that person um, also wrote just another missing person, which just came out, which I think my mom read and said she liked. Mm-hmm. So, um, cool. yeah, you get your own like personalized recommendations. I here, like really. it. Now I've got all sorts of recs. New things. Got to add it to that to that Libby shelf or <laughs> category. Whatever my they call Libby it. list. My podcast yes. rec list. So. Okay, so my question, this is not on the, I'm going off script. I know Becky, Becky loves that. Um, so first of all, I two back-to-back questions. Even though you don't have a Goodreads, do you have any reading goals for the year? Or do I you don't just really, kind of, you I just know? kind of read when I, I'm comfortable doing it. I don't really set goals. Um, Love that. I need just to do because, that. Just <laughs> because, yeah, I, I, I feel like, not with that kind of stuff, because I just, I, I'm always listening to something. I'm always kind of plugging something in, but I'm not... I don't know. Setting a goal makes it feel like a job. I don't know. It makes it feel mm-hmm. like I have to do it. And I don't feel like I want to have to read. I want to just mm-hmm. enjoy doing it when I do it. So I don't really set myself goals to do for the year for that kind of stuff. No. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have ad- adapted that um, sooner <laughs> in my life. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the other question is, is there a book that you've loved that would surprise Becky? Ooh. Mm. Book like a have... book that she would not expect you to have liked at all, but you did. Hmm. It's, well, you know, Becky, honestly, I don't think you would have thought I like, I, I was going to describe this book for her today. It's a book called Jitterbug Perfume oh, um, it's uh-huh. by Tom Robbins. I genuinely don't think you would have thought I liked this book because uh, it's a love story and I'm not a romance person right? at all. Mm-hmm. Like not really at all. <laughs> so uh, do you, have you heard of that, Rachel? I haven't. Um, it's a, it's a book. It was, I think it was written in like 85 um, and it, I have to, I, I told her I was going to have to pull up the thing to read it because it's such a convoluted um where is it at all right here we go so this is the little little blurb about it it says uh the book follows two interweaving storylines one in ancient eurasia and one in the present day the story connects dueling perfumers in seattle paris and new orleans to a bottle of incomparable perfume created by two unlikely but defiant lovers of the past who seek immortality it's orchestrated by a mysterious irish philosopher that the past and the present collide when the characters come together and discover the unexpected path to life everlasting. Um, so yeah. it's it's very much it ends up being a book that ends up talking a lot about religion in it, mm-hmm. which is another thing I don't really do. And uh, so um, it was a book that surprised me that I liked. It was recommended to me actually by the person who recommended Twilight to me. Two very different books, right? Yeah. Very different, <laughs> yeah. uh, but. A fantastic novel, fantastic writing, fantastic story, oh. and I genuinely think if you were to ever read it, you'd be like, "I'm really surprised." Bert, like this, I think you wouldn't. You would be surprised. I'm um, judging by the cover. The cover is hideous. <laughs> oh, it's an old book. Yeah, it's 1985. There's nothing cute about it. You should, he wrote another one called Skinny Legs and All, and it's mm-hmm. a weird looking cover too. Uh, but I do like his writing. It's that that style yeah. of writing. That's another one I think you'd be like, why did she like that one? <laughs> I don't know. I just did. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. All right. I just add it to my to be read. Yeah, I think you would like it. I really do think you'll like it. Okay. Thanks for the hot tip. I like it. I do what I can. I do what I can. Uh, well, we are getting close to the end of yep, our time. Two minutes. So we should wrap it up. Uh, Bert, thanks for um, thanks for humoring me and um, coming on my podcast. Oh, while you're my here. pleasure. Thanks for but having yeah, me. Thanks for That's joining us. Yeah. Nice to talk to you, Rachel. Yeah, nice to meet you. Very you too. Interesting. Uh, you know, we don't have a lot of things in common as far as like our reading taste, but I think that's so interesting to get people's perspectives on, you know, hardbacks in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you like you like a good paperback? I like a floppy paperback I can just yeah. throw around and ah. beat up and write in. Yeah. So the hardbacks like feel too official. Uh. <laughs> that's funny. Gotcha. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, all the books we mentioned are going to be um, somewhere wherever you're reading, wherever you're listening. You can, you should be able to see what books we discussed. And we will see you next week. Don't forget to say something nice to us on Instagram. That'd be really cool. Just to me. <laughs> okay, yeah, just to Rachel. <laughs> right, okay, bye, bye guys. guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at your bookstore besties please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.